0: Welcome to the FWAT Show on the Coil Entertainment Network, pointing out idiocy one story at a time. I'm Rob Steele, that's Jesus Jones in the background. Yes, the new album is coming this week. Passages, it sounds good, I will put a link on the website, theFWATShow.com, that will take you to where you can get the new Jesus Jones album. Pick it up. I've heard most of it, it sounds excellent. And now to the stories had something very odd this week happen my daughter is in the market for a new car because she kind of blew up her old one oh joy anyway I got an email from someone trying to sell me a car her name is Debbie Lemon really really someone named Lemon is selling used cars that just sounds like a bad bad use a use a pseudonym seriously it just anyway moving on but speaking of selling lemons Sarah huck up a furball Sanders that's close enough uh, released a picture this week of Donald Trump, the so-called president, being briefed on what's going on in Syria. now first off he looked as clueless as ever but that's not the point of this picture. in the background, Of the picture of Donald Trump being briefed on Syria was a guy by the name of Mike Pence. Have you caught on yet? Let me explain. Mike Pence, at the time this picture was allegedly taken, according to Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Mike Pence was in Peru, which is damn clever of him to be in this picture at the same time. I mean, was it the ghost of Pence's to have been? Was it Paul Ryan in a Mike Pence mask after watching a Scooby-Doo binge session thing? No. Uh, No, it was actually, it was just that the picture really wasn't of what she said that it was. Now, where is the outrage from the Republican Party? Because, you know, if this had been Obama, they'd have been asking for his birth certificate again. You know, speaking of which, the whole birth certificate thing... This past Sunday was April 15th. Jackie Robinson Day, for sure. Excellent. But it was also Tax Day. Where the hell are Trump's tax forms? Now, they could be in Michael Cohen's office. Or at least they might have been before it was raided by the FBI. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yeah, the raid on Michael Cohen's law office has been called a witch hunt by Donald Trump and by Fox News. And Trump, I understood, because he doesn't really know what's going on. Fox News, I had thought, was calling it a witch hunt because it's the Republican Channel. And that was something blatantly against Republicans. How could they possibly do such a thing? Well, because the Republicans have been doing some illegal things. And, you know, this is what happened. But it turns out, it turns out that Michael Cohen is also the lawyer for a guy named Sean Hannity. Wow. So maybe, maybe Fox News is not just covering up for Donald Trump, the lovely orange turnip that we have in office. It could be that they're covering for Hannity who is not an orange turnip, he's a fox weasel. Huh. You think that could happen? I do. Makes more sense, really. I mean, it's just a matter of time before they start blaming Hillary's emails on the whole Michael Cohen law office raid thing. But, you know, along the same lines. Something we should remember about the Republican Party. And I think it can be summed up with this— the government is there to help the people. That is why our founding fathers say they founded our government, to help the people. Not to help themselves. Which is exactly what Paul Ryan seems to have done. Because he started his congressional career with a net worth of just under $400,000. And now he's leaving with just over $6 million. Hang on a minute. Paul, are you taking all the money for Social Security? Is that why you say it needs to go away? Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's Hillary's emails. That's what made the money jump like... Yeah, P- Paul, put the money back. Now, you know, at the FWAT Show, we're not particularly fond of firearms. I'm just... We, we don't think that it's a necessary thing. You don't need an AR-15 to go deer hunting. That being said... Earlier this week, a 12-year-old boy in Philadelphia was arrested for having an AR-15 rifle and walking down the street with it. Was it loaded? Yeah. You know what? He was actually using his Second Amendment rights, bearing a firearm. Now, I've gone back and looked at the Second Amendment, which says, in its entirety, and I'll quote, don't panic, it's short, a well-regulated militia, being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed i am not even going to get into how grammatically incorrect that sentence is that's it that is all it says that is it in its entirety now do you see an age limit in that I don't. There aren't even any numbers to be confused with an age limit. Nothing there. Now, it also does not say, hey, you can have an AR-15 fully automatic bangity-bang gun. It doesn't. So, something I think that we've kind of skipped over. We can actually, and legally, constitutionally, get rid of the guns... Just say, hey, we're done with guns and go out and collect them all. Now, this is not actually infringing on anyone's right to bear any arms. You want to continue to be armed? Here, have a pointed stick. Congratulations, you are now armed. It doesn't say you have the right to bangety-bang sticks. You have the right to a pointed stick. You have the right to, you know what, we'll go as far as saying a .30-06 so you can go deer hunting. You can have the right to that. Fully automatic weapons, you don't need them. Why? Because as this says, it's for a well-regulated militia. You and Billy Bob are not a well-regulated militia. The reason we needed a militia when this was written was because we did not have these things called police officers and police stations and law enforcement. You know what? We have that now. We don't need the militia. And I don't necessarily think we need the Second Amendment anymore either. Maybe someone should look into that. Isaac Larian is someone I had never heard of before this story. He's apparently the CEO behind the Bratz dolls and the little tykes put your kid in a plastic buggy with wheels and push him around. Yeah, he's the guy who's in charge of those. He's made a formal offer of $675 million to buy Toys R Us, now, he's not going to buy all of the Toys R Us's, As we know, Toys R Us went bankrupt and they're closing all the stores and having a really crap liquidation sale, if I'm honest. Everything is up to 30% off. Yeah, the, the 30% off is on the gum at the front counter. Everything else is at most 5%. Seriously, check it out at your own risk. Anyway, Larian says he wants to take the Toys R Us stores and turn them into family entertainment centers where you can come and spend all day with your kids doing stuff. I think that is exactly what I used to use Toys R Us for when my kids were small enough to be put in Little Tykes stuff. Seriously, I used to live not exactly across the street from a Toys R Us, but it was close enough. And I would take my oldest at the time who was one, maybe two years old, And I would take her to Toys R Us and put her in a little Tykes thing and push her around the store for a couple hours because it was cheaper than doing it at the mall. I kind of like the idea of Toys R Us being turned into all day family centers. That could be fun and something we need since, you know, we no longer have money for parks and outdoor activities because, um, Paul Ryan took all the money Yeah, you heard that story before. This is where he got it from. I'm kidding. I hope. Earlier this week, a painting from Marc Chagall was recovered. It had been stolen over 30 years ago, along with this accent that I took from a Pink Panther movie. Now, the real thing about the Marc Chagall painting. Yes, it was found spectacular. It was found in an attic. That's nice. Now, I'm I'm looking at this painting, which people have been making a big deal out of this week. And I think I may have figured out why this painting was such a big deal. Because it was painted in 1911. And I'm looking at this painting... And it looks like a very smudgy painting of Batman having stabbed the Flash with a spear. You think I'm making that up. Look it up. It's online all over the place. It's called Othello and Desdemona. Okay, fine. I don't care. That is Batman. He has stabbed the Flash who is lying on a chaise lounge, I think. Tell me I'm wrong. Now, here's the nifty thing about this. This was painted in 1911, and Batman and the Flash didn't exist until much later. 1930-something. Chagall was psychic. Here's a story that amused me. Earlier this week in Saginaw Township, Michigan. Somewhere I had never heard of before either. They have a Planet Fitness... It's the the gym where you can go and work out and do all that stuff that you need to do to get all them muscles in your arms. All right. They had to evacuate it this week because someone found a Wi-Fi connection there called Remote Detonator. It's terrorists. Run! No, it's a Wi-Fi signal. And people name their Wi-Fi signal some pretty weird things. Uh, My dad has one called FBI Surveillance Van. There's one up the street from me, that actually, it kind of, frankly, it bothers me, uh, because it's called Sugar Nipples. That's what it's called. I didn't name it, although I was curious, who in this neighborhood would have a Wi-Fi signal called Sugar Nipples? And it turned out to be, well, she's a very nice woman. However, she's not the most attractive thing. Um, but she's got sugar nipples. I'm like, yeah, well, that's at least one thing you got going for you. Cause they're, they're, they're you may want to work on the rest. Here's a, uh, a Maybelline catalog. I don't know if it'll help. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, got sidetracked on that. Back to the remote detonator thing. Honestly, what kind of a terrorist is going to name his bomb remote detonator? Seriously, is this for the, what, the massively naive terrorist? The one that goes to the airport and gets caught by that, do you have any weapons question? Really? That leads us into the world of sports, which this week is sad, weird, impressive, and just wrong. Let's start with sad, which is also kind of funny. The Miami Marlins are a Major League Baseball team, which confuses a lot of people because if you look at the talent on the field, you'd think, are they? Well, Miami has averaged less than 7,000 fans per game, and it's usually less than that. I mean, they only drew 34,000 for their home opener, and it's gotten worse since then, to the point where their Double A affiliate, that's Minor League Baseball, folks, The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp have been outdrawing their Major League Companion. Moving on to the weird. Last week, the San Diego Padres were one hit. Got one hit only in the entire game. Which is kind of sad. That's not the point of the story. That one hit came from San Diego pitcher Clayton Richard in the third inning. What the big deal about this is is that Clayton Richard was not the starting pitcher. Nor did he, in fact, pitch in the game. He was a pinch hitter. Making this game the first time in the history of Major League Baseball that the only hit a team got in a game came from a pitcher who was pinch hitting. That's kind of weird. Moving on to impressive. That actually even comes from a different sport. Russell Westbrook of the Oklahoma City Thunder became the first player in the history of the NBA to average a triple-double in consecutive seasons. See? That's impressive. It's never happened before. And frankly, the just-wrong part of the sports segment this week, I'm hoping this has never happened before, it comes out of Montville High School in Connecticut. And I pronounce the state correctly because that's how it's spelled. It turns out that a substitute teacher has been fired. And when asked why that teacher was fired, it's because he knew about something going on at this school that's not supposed to be going on. But he obeyed the rule of Fight Club, which is you don't talk about Fight Club. What does that have to do with this? This school was running a Fight Club between the students. And that is just wrong. If you agree with that or disagree or have any other comments or questions or story ideas for the show, go to the website, thefwatshow.com, where there's buttons for Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, where you can subscribe to the show, just like the buttons for iTunes and the Google Play Store. Don't forget to click the button for the Jesus Jones album coming out very soon, going to be awesome. And you can also go to the FWAT shop where you can pick up a t-shirt or a coffee mug or a hat or, you know, one of the FWAT show merchandise things, support the Coil Entertainment Network because you know, uh, we need the money. I'll be blunt Paul Ryan took all of it, damn it. Anyway I'm going to leave you with this. It is the Donnie Trump quote of the week. He said, and I'll quote, do I look like a guy who needs hookers? And the answer is yes, Don Yes, you do Have a good week, everybody, and be safe. We'll see you next time.